Today on The Timmy Gibson Show, who goes to heaven? Of course, this is assuming that there is a heaven. We'll be right back with more. So what do you think? Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Is there a place where good people go and a place where bad people go? Who decides who's bad and who decides who's good? Who decides who deserves heaven and who deserves hell? (laughs) Maybe you're like me, raised in a religious home, raised to believe that if you accept Jesus into your heart, then you'll go to heaven. And it doesn't have anything to do with uh, how good you are or how bad you are. You just got to accept Jesus. Because, as I was taught, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can get to the Father except by Him. Now, I don't believe that like I used to believe that way back when, but it's a worthy discussion. It's something that I have thought about and pondered and studied and meditated on and considered and cussed and discussed (laughs) for years and years and years. I don't know. So what do you think? Heaven, hell, do they exist? Are they real? Well, here's the, the, what I would consider to be the reality. The reality is that nobody knows for show, right? Nobody knows for sure. Now we can believe, we can have faith, we can trust, we can hope. But to say with any kind of certainty that there is a heaven, where is heaven, right? Like, it's up in the clouds. It's another planet. Like, why can't you see it? <laughs> is, it a, can't, is it possible to see it? Is it an unseen? Is it, is it like the breath that we breathe? It's unseen, but it's still there. It's still real, right? The Bible also teaches that the things that we see are the things that we don't see rather are are more real than the things that we do see. And I would think physicists and astronomers and astrologists and all of them would agree that that is true that just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But when it comes to heaven, is there a heaven? Is there a place that people go after they die? Whew. <laughs> I wish I could tell you, hey, thanks for joining my podcast today. I have all the answers and I know the absolute facts on the afterlife. <sighs> it's not the case. It's something I've thought about. It's something I've actually spent a lot of time studying. And I now I'm at a place in my life where I simply say, I, I, I don't know, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. There's parts of me that seems, it, it, parts of me feel that it's a little uh, mythical, <laughs> the mythical place, <laughs> that, you know, that it's something that people made up. I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, when people quote unquote have a, uh, an afterlife or a death, a near death experience. Sometimes there's a similarity between those stories, the bright light, you know, the, the whatever, uh, 
there's a couple things though. One, not everyone that has a near death experience has the exact same experience. And even those that have a similar experience that could be chalked up to, I think a lot of different things. One, the human experience is much the same for everybody. Meaning upon death, what your what happens to your body is what happens to all human bodies. And so you could go into a state of where your brain goes into a certain state upon death and it has certain visuals and things that it sees. And that's just the way it is. You know, some people believe that upon death, it's the cessation of life, meaning it's lights out, which uh, I've heard it said like this. Someone once said, so what's it like to die or what's it like after you die? And I've heard people say, it's like what it was like before you were born, right? I mean, can you remember what it was like before you were born? Do you remember anything pre-birth, right? I, I think there have been occasions where people have actually remembered birth. And then, you know, you get into the whole um, multiple lives Um what do they call that? My mind is, I haven't had all my coffee this morning to, oh, reincarnation. There we go. Reincarnation, right? Is reincarnation real? Is it not real? Many would say that it is real, just like many would say that heaven's real, that there's an actual place. I, I think, I think, again, I can only give you my perspective, my thoughts. I, I think it's hard to say anything with any kind of certainty when you can't prove it, right? It's not measurable. It's not provable. It's not tangible. It's, it's the intangible things. And I'm not saying that that doesn't, that because it's intangible and you can't prove it, that it's not real. That's, I'm definitely not saying that because I, I'm very much a believer in spiritual things and am aware that it doesn't have to be tangible and measurable for it to be real. But I would say for it there to be absolute, you know what? I'm, I'm as I'm saying this, I was going to say to have absolute certainty though. You can have an absolute certainty in what you believe. I mean, there are people that have absolute certainty about, an afterlife, absolute certainty that there's a heaven with streets of gold and mansions and all that stuff. And the, the famous verse that many people reference, it's found in John chapter 14. And it says, and I think this they're quoting Jesus here, I believe. And it says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may be where I am. You know the way, the place where I'm going. Now, what's this mean? You know, um, and then, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that particular verse, but go on down to verse 
5 of chapter 14. So John, chapter 14, now go into verse 5. And Thomas, the, the famous doubting Thomas, says, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And then Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Why was he saying that? Well, because you've seen me. Now, I'm a uh, either a recovering Christian. I'm. I don't. I'm, I haven't come up with a term for myself yet. I was raised Christian, fundamental, evangelical, and have since been on a journey of unraveling all of that, and then now beginning to uh, reassemble the pieces of my faith. And one of the things that that's still in process is just exactly what I do believe about the afterlife and how you get to the afterlife and, and whatnot. So, you know, is there a heaven? Is, is there a hell? Um, no one knows, but I do have a lot of questions and, uh, concerns, I guess, if you will, with the Christian version of heaven, which is, which is fascinating, you know, that, that only those that would profess Jesus as savior get to go to heaven, which that seems, that seems very, to me, that doesn't seem very godlike that, that God would, would pick one little religious sect to reveal himself to and put all the truth into one little religion in a certain part of the world and that all other religions are pointless and meaningless and not helpful and in fact wrong. You know, I, I can't resonate with that, but I also can't really resonate with the whole idea of 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 really there being a heaven and a hell. Cause I mean, when I, th- when I think about this, especially when I think about, I guess, fair and, and right and wrong, or I don't know, justice or, um, what makes sense, <laughs> like what makes sense. And so when I think of heaven, you know, I think of, of a lot of the jailhouse conversions, you know, people that have, that are criminals and they're thugs and they're, you know, quote unquote, in the human experience, you know, bad people, if you will. And who, you know, who do bad things and hurt other people that if they'll simply just confess Jesus, then whammo, they're going to be in heaven for eternity. Yet, you know, like I mentioned in an earlier podcast uh, episode that, you know, if you're a good, wonderful, honest loyal, faithful Hindu and never heard a a fly, if you die, you're going to go spend eternity in hell and burn forever and ever and ever and ever. That just doesn't 
make sense. And someone might say, well, it doesn't have to make sense. Well, yes, it does, actually. <laughs> I, 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 fine. You can say it doesn't have to make sense because, you know, God is God. And he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, but I, I think if you're God, you're held to a higher standard of of fairness. Uh, I mean, right? Don't you think? Don't you think if you're the, the God of the universe, that you should probably be fair and just and, and right and that things should make sense somewhat. I think so. Um, and so, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. And, and not only that, the, the thought of, of, of not accepting Jesus, that is a, a ticket to to hell. So let's 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 just say this. Let's say you didn't accept Jesus and or let's just say you were an evil person. Let's just say you really, you know, you you killed, murdered and pillaged and all that. And you lived, you know, you died at 60, whatever, 70, 80, whatever. Lived a full life, lived to 80. So 80 years of bad then then you're going to spend eternity like forever and ever like forever and ever and ever and then continue on forever and ever and ever and continue on forever and ever and ever to pay for a bad 80 year life right that doesn't seem that doesn't seem to make any sense either you know if you if you if you put that on a scale of forever and ever and ever I mean, imagine this just for a minute. Just imagine this in your mind. That'd be like if I took a little grain of sand and I put it on the highway and to the right is eternity. And that little grain of sand represents the human life, the human experience. And then the highway to the right going and going and going and going represents eternity. And you were bad for that little grain of sand time frame, but yet you're going to spend forever and ever on the highway being tortured. <laughs> that just does not compute in my mind. And again, it doesn't, it, it, it shouldn't commute, com, uh, um, compute in anyone's mind because it's absolutely ridiculous. The thought of, of that's how, that's how it all works. Well, Timmy, how does it work? I, hell, if I know, I don't know, but here's what I, here's what I, I, here's what I do think I know, or here's what I, I believe, or here's what I, I can wrap my mind around. I can wrap my mind around the, that there being some kind of afterlife. Um, matter of fact, I have, a, I have a good, a dear friend of mine. She, she believes in reincarnation and I'm so, you know, I'm so undecided right now, but, but she's convinced, you know, she's convinced of not only an afterlife, but she's convinced of, of, um, reincarnation. And, and she, she, uh, believes that she has, or, you know, Again, I, I can't speak for her, but you know, she talks of remembering bits and pieces of previous lives 
You know, who am I to judge? I don't know. I mean, we've all had moments of deja vu, moments of clarity and clairvoyance. And, you know, you think about someone and, and you get ready to call them and then boom, your phone rings and they call you, you know, like weird crap like that. You know, we've all had that kind of stuff happen. But, you know, when it comes to, to heaven, no one has died and and gone to heaven and, and shot video. You know, people always forget to have their cell phones, <laughs> right? Or they, they forget to, to grab a piece of the street, which is according to the Bible or according to what people have taught in the Christian <laughs> religion is that the streets are made of gold, you know, Uh <laughs> Whatever, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's you know, I, I, I don't know, right? Maybe so, maybe so. But you know, there's other things about the the heaven of of the Bible, or at least the heaven of what what we were taught in church. At least for me, excuse me. At least for me, you know, when I think of if you're really good, you'll get a bigger mansion. I remember that kind of crap being talked about, you know, we would talk about like, like a mother Teresa or a Billy Graham, you know, people like that. We're going to have a big mansion up in heaven and, and some people would just barely make it to heaven and they're just going to get a little shack, a little shack to move into, but you should be happy because you're, you're in heaven and, um, it's like, really, (laughs) really, is that, is that, is that how it works that, you know, that, that people that quote unquote did work for the Lord are going to have bigger mansions than those that, that just serve the Lord faithfully, but didn't, didn't do anything spectacular. You know, I remember one teaching in a Sunday school class when I was a kid and they were talking about, you know, when you win people to Jesus, because that's what you're encouraged to do within the Christian faith is to win converts, you know, get people saved, evangelize and and win people over to your way of thinking and, and win people over to your perspective of the afterlife and eternity and heaven, hell and all that stuff. So you could get more crowns or more jewels in your crown. You know, you could do a bunch of good stuff and win people to Jesus and, and actually get more rubies and diamonds and sapphires and emeralds and, and amethysts in your crown. (laughs) I don't know. You know, here it's funny. I, you know, I look back on all the things that, that I, have been taught and the things that I even at one time believed. And, um, I have such a different perspective now, but I will say this, I will say this. And I, 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 I know I come across cynical sometimes and I can come across, um, you know, well, just cynical, sarcastic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that is intentional of course, but, uh, the reality is I, I don't know. And I think one of the things I want, this podcast to be is a, is a safe place for people to be okay with not knowing or wondering, you know, is there a heaven and, and, and is there a hell? And if that's 
the case, then truly, how do you get there, right? Is it is it really a matter of just accepting Jesus and that's it, or or does your life need to resemble that of a life that is, you know, an example of Jesus, so to speak? Or right? Or was Jesus simply when he said, "I am the way"? What he was meaning is, "Hey, no, just follow my example." Of, of enlightenment, of kindness, of goodness, of doing good in the world, of, of caring about people, of being moved with compassion. You know, follow my example of, of feeding people and caring for the poor. Follow my example of uh, loving your enemies, doing good to those who curse you, and so forth and so on, right? That's, that's to me, that to me, that's to me, that to me, is what it what Jesus meant when he said, "Follow me." I don't I don't think he meant, "Hey, you have to pray the sinner's prayer and invite me into your heart in order for you to ever see me again." <laughs> and again, I, I I I think that the afterlife and all things spiritual are way bigger and beyond what is talked about and recorded in the Bible. Again, that's how I see it. So who goes to heaven? Who goes to hell? Here's what I, here's what I, here's what I do believe. I do believe that we can create our heaven or our hell right now, right here in this experience. And there's a part of me also that that I really resonate with, you know, all we really have is right now. And if we get too caught up in the afterlife or too caught up in what's to come, the great by and by, I think we miss out on an opportunity to actually do good here. You know, I know a lot of conservative Christians evangelical type Christians who, you know, all they think about, all they talk about is heaven and, and they, they squander what's right here, right now, right in front of them. And I don't say that I really, I don't mean that to, I don't mean that in a judgmental way. It's just an observation of what I've noticed. And I noticed that within myself, even, you know, there, there are so many songs that I, I just don't even have a reference for them right now, but so many songs that we would sing about, uh, I, I remember in the church about the sweet by and by, you know, it's like, it sucks now, but one day we'll be in heaven. And I, I just don't have that. I don't have that view to where life sucks now, but I can't wait to be with Jesus and to be with all those that have gone on before and to go and be with all those that have died. And, I, I don't want to go be with those who have died. <laughs> Not right now. I don't want to die. I, I, I plan on staying around and, and living this life. So, um, so when I think about the sweet by and by, I, mean, I well, I don't think about the sweet by and by. I think about the sweet now and here, the here and now. Life is is awesome, e- even. Even right now, currently, with the, <laughs> the the shit show that life is right now, with you know COVID nineteen and 
and masks and no masks and, and social distancing and holy moly and the the rioting and the protesting and the the looting and the vandalism and just all the stuff the the, the defunding the police and police brutality and and black lives matter and and holy moly i mean there's just a sh- cluster shitstorm of of stuff going on right now in our world and i'm just kind of sitting by on the sidelines just thinking to myself who the fuck's going to heaven and who the fuck's going to hell <laughs> right like what the hell oh. But I think the most important thing for all of us to do and all of us to consider is, is what matters now? You know, is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Hell if I know and hell if anybody knows. Nobody knows for sure. Now, again, those that are that are fundamental Christians, you know, they, they think they know or they think that the Bible knows. And, and let's just be honest here. Or let's let me be honest with myself and with you. Okay. When we say the Bible says that now to an you know to an evangelical Christian that means one thing but to me it, it doesn't mean that oh then it's an absolute fact like well hey if the Bible says it then it's a fact and I and I and I and I feel that way for a lot of reasons and and you know again follow my podcast and I'm sure I'll do episodes that will get into all that more and more over the the course uh, of this podcast but what matters to what I think matters most is what's right now is how we live right now and living in such a way that, you know, if there is a heaven that your life would be worthy of it. Does that make sense? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, that's the live your life worthy of a place that would be rewarded like a heaven, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't, again, I don't, I don't, it's Jesus isn't the ticket to, to heaven. Um, I think Jesus lived his life in such a way that, you know, if there is a heaven, then he would have for sure gone. Right. So I, I think that's what matters most. It's, it's, it's not in the, in the, just the decision of accepting Jesus as savior that gets you to heaven. I think it's a decision that we make in how we live that makes the most, uh, makes the biggest difference, makes the big biggest difference. Does that make sense? You know, it's, it's how we live. It's, it's not, I accepted Jesus. I'm going to heaven. no, I don't, I don't believe it would work that way. That doesn't even seem, that doesn't even make sense. Now, accepting, accepting the life and the ministry and the way of Jesus. Yeah, of course. Right. Living a life of, 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 of goodness and fairness and charity and kindness and grace and all the, of course, like, of course, I think that's the better way to live. I I think that that gives you the heaven on earth experience. Um, You know, I can say for the most part, I've experienced, and I'll clarify this, but somewhat of a heaven on earth experience, even though I've done some stupid shit, which has caused, you know, messes in my life. And the only 
heartache that I've ever really faced in my life was based upon stupid decisions that I made that led me to some heartache outside of, outside of, uh, of people dying and, and various things like that, that happened to all of us, you know, grandparents die. And, uh, you know, my sister passed away several years ago. It's very heartbreaking. And there was nothing that I did that, that of course brought that on. Uh, but there are other times that I've made decisions and done things and, and those things then brought, uh, hellish things to me. And of course, you know, you, you correct that wrong. You know, there's, there's a, there's a word in the Bible that we talk about repent. It's a, it's a, it's a common Christian word, repent, repent, repent. The, the word repent actually isn't just a, I I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm repenting. It's, it's much deeper than that. It's much greater. The, the meaning of that word really means to turn, to do about face. In other words, stop doing what you were doing that needed you to repent for like whatever the activity was that you needed to repent for stop doing that fucking activity and turn and do other activity right so if you were doing unhealthy things stop the unhealthy things and do things healthy that's repentance that's a repenting it's a turning it's a turning away from uh, an unhealthy behavior so as we come to the close of this particular first segment on heaven and hell does it exist no one knows but i would challenge each of you and myself included to make sure that your life is lived in such a way that it would be worthy of a place like heaven and I think that also would give you more of a heaven on earth experience right here and right now. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today for the Timmy Gibson Show. My name is Timmy Gibson. I'm your host. I'll see you back tomorrow. Peace.